Hi listeners, my name is Rosaria Barreto and this is the Mature Movers podcast where we talk about all things aging. Um, We are going to be exploring things from ageism to discrimination to um, silver hair and also new pro-aging products. I hope that you find this interesting. And if you do, and if you're enjoying our podcast episodes, then please make sure to follow and like each episode. Um, We really appreciate the uh, support. And that just means that more people can learn about aging, pro-aging and live a happier, healthier life. So don't forget to move more and age well. Thank you for joining today's episode of the Mature Movers podcast. I'll be speaking to Alan Graves, CEO of Do Not Age, which has become the world's largest NMN supplier in under two years. Do Not Age is dedicated to extending healthy lifespan for as many people as possible through research into the science of aging and high quality supplements dedicated to promoting healthy aging. So firstly, Alan, what I'd like to ask you is what is NMN? And secondly, why did you start um, DNA, which is what I'm going to refer to as Do Not Age? Sure thing. Um, well, hi, Rosaria. Um, what is NMN? So it's, it stands for nicotinamide mononucleotide, but nobody has to remember that, so it's no problem. Um, and it's the direct precursor to another molecule called NAD. Um, you can see with the full names of these things why we use uh, shortened versions. Um, so nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide, or NAD, is a super important molecule in the body. And when we're younger, we have really high levels of NAD. Um, And as we age, they decrease uh, gradually. And that is linked to a lot of downstream age-related decline. So NAD is responsible for over 400 different reactions inside the cell. If you didn't have any NAD at all, you'd be dead within about 30 seconds. So you can see the importance of this molecule. Unfortunately, NAD is quite a bulky molecule. It's quite big. So it doesn't fit through our intestines. So we can't supplement with it. However, NMN, the direct precursor, is slightly smaller and it goes through the intestine and then our body can turn that into NAD. So that is what NMN is and hopefully that makes a little bit more sense. Um, And uh, donotage.org was born out of frustration mostly Um, and obviously a passion. I think everybody in their industry has to be passionate, but it was a frustration of you know, I found out about some of these molecules and things that can extend healthy lifespan for people. And I was, my first thought was, why isn't everybody talking about this? Why is it not big news? Um, and then my second thought was, okay, I'm going to try and get hold of some of these products. Um, and that's what I tried to do. And there was just no trustworthy sources uh, and certainly no affordable ones. Um, And so then I began networking on uh, mostly using LinkedIn and going to meets where it was possible because of obviously all the COVID restrictions. Um, And we we built a team. We've got some researchers. We've got people that we've had people that look at ageism. We've had people looking at diet, exercise, all those kind of things, and basically created a a health research organization, a sort of one stop shop for people to be able to come and uh, really get their health on track. Um, and yeah, we've done some great research, but I won't go into that. You, you asked me why I started uh, DNA and that's, uh, that's the answer. Brilliant. So um, we will come back to, the, um, to DNA's journey. Um, but for, for NMN, how does that help like 
people in their lives. Like for somebody who's not very scientific or doesn't really understand the processes and how it benefits you internally, how can we see and reap those benefits? Yeah. So it's a, it's a really tricky one because like the products that we provide are very upstream. Um, so they can have a ton of different benefits. We've had people talking about uh, their hair turning back a darker color. We've had people talking about hair growing back. We've had people reversing eye problems. Um, you know, and these are all do not age members that have been taking uh, enough NMN. Um, we, the, the most common ones we get are better sleep, uh, more energy. And the really big one is bouncing back from exercise. So, you know, when you've exercised quite heavily and your body starts to ache as it's repairing itself, NMN, it seems, speeds that process up. Uh, it also speeds up things like wound healing. So, for, you know, if you've got cuts and things like that, there's a ton of benefits. As I say, because it's such an upstream intervention, the benefits are endless, but, but they are different in each person. And I think sometimes it can show you what you were lacking and didn't realize when you, when you take NMN. Yeah, so that's really fascinating. So I'm really kind of drawn to the idea of energy, like how you might feel energized or how you might get better sleep and the whole aspect of recovery and repair after exercise or doing things you're not used to or even injury because I think they're things that you really, you feel the difference as you get older and there's this idea which isn't scientifically proven that you get less quality sleep as you age and Mm. I feel like that's a really interesting research route to find out why are people struggling to sleep is it because from a psychological point of view that they've had to experience all these kind of mini traumas and and all these worries and anxieties and that's affecting sleep or is it actually there's a lot more physiological aspects to it and and maybe that's where NMN can come in and and really just promote that without the kind of the therapy that the psychological therapy that goes along with sleeping. Um, yeah, definitely. I think there's a, I think there's two parts to it. I, I think it will ultimately it will reveal that it's partly the stresses and strifes of, of daily life as you accumulate and as you get older. And there's also the physiological side of it. Your natural melatonin produ- production re- uh, reduces as you age and things like that. So yeah, there's definitely uh, two parts to it. Brilliant. So you said that, um, do not age was born out of frustration since that moment where you thought, right, I'm going to do some more research into this. I'm going to develop this. What, what, what does that look like over the past, um, since it started really? Yeah. So I think what it entails is partnering with researchers and laboratories that uh, actually know what they're doing. And, uh, they've got, they've got the real smart people. All we are is kind of like the intermediary, So then we just support those groups, whether it's through funding, ideas, sending products, things like that. And and then they do the testing Um, and be that sometimes it's mice, uh, sometimes it's humans, um, sometimes uh, naked mole rats, which is a very interesting one. And then there's a recent one, actually. So Professor Vera Gorbanova, who's been studying longevity all of her life, um, she has released yesterday um, a new study that she's been doing on fruit flies. Um, and just showing how an overexpression of SIR2 and 6, which I won't go into now if people don't know what it is, um, but expressing it is a good thing. Overexpression of SIR2 and 6 um, helped them to live longer and prevented them from getting cancer. So pretty, um, pretty impressive stuff. Very, very interesting. So did you personally come from a scientific background or is this something you've kind of taken on in recent times? 
Yeah, no, I didn't. I had to teach myself how to read scientific studies. I didn't like they use with scientific studies. They use long words when they're not always necessary. Um, and so a lot of the word I would read it and think, I don't know what 50% of those words mean. So I've had to teach myself to do that. Um, I'm not from a scientific background. I just have a, a passion for this. I think, I think everybody should have a passion for health and you can't talk about health without talking about longevity, in my opinion. Um, and we've all known older people, whether it's friends or family that have suffered from age related decline. So you're talking dementia, cancer, heart disease, all those big killers um, are related to aging and now we can do something about it. I think we should, uh, there should be a lot more focus on it. I definitely think this is a, an industry that has so much potential moving forward. Um, I was recently listening to radio two and they, I can't remember the name. I'm awful with remembering names and business names. Um, I will have to find that and put that in the um, caption below, but it was an, an interview about pro, like prolonging life and, supplements and basically taking this magic pill that's going to extend your life by five years but not just extend your life extend the quality of your life so a lot of people like I've experienced this firsthand who are in their 80s and 90s and who are who kind of say I I want to die I'm ready to die and the reason that is is because their quality of life is so poor and that's because of the health status whether it's they're constantly finding skin cancers or the fact that their memory is declining so much like my grandma so she's got um dementia and she also doesn't speak much english so i find it really hard to kind of communicate with her but one of the things she always says is i want to go to jesus i want to go to jesus um, she's a very religious woman and that's kind of us thinking maybe she, she's ready to go to heaven um and that's kind of how we're interpreting it um and what i would love to give back to maybe like our, our future generations is that idea of just because you're in your 90s or you're a hundred and one doesn't mean you have to be socially isolated because of physical disability that's preventing you from accessing transport to go and see people. It doesn't mean that you're in constant pain. It doesn't mean that you're in and out of hospitals. Um, so I definitely think this is a really interesting sector to be in. Would you say that you're kind of a first, uh, first time mover or a pioneer in the industry? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, and what we see again, one of the other things we're trying to change is, is the supplement industry as a whole tends to be a bit of a bottom feeder kind of industry. And we're seeing that already. So we're doing a lot of the research and then we'll create products off the back of it to try and help people. And then of course you get like copycats that will come out and do like a a cheaper version with not quite the same stuff in. And, you know, and it's, it's a real shame. It's a real shame because this is people's health. This is what people are putting into their body. But yeah, we're definitely pioneering. I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of the team. Um, and as you say, I mean, it's heart- heartbreaking to hear that story. And but a lot of people wouldn't be, wouldn't say those things if they were still in really good health. And like I said, there's there's ways there's ways that we can we can do that now, ways that we can alleviate that. So it really shouldn't be happening. And it's on such a large scale. I used this example a few weeks ago. If you think about what happened with COVID and how the world changed pretty quickly. Um, if aging wasn't a thing before and it came into play now, the, imagine like 
the world would completely stop and we'd go, we need to fix this. We need to sort this. This is insane. Um, but because it's always happened, people just accepted it and said, oh, well, when you get old, you decline and you, you know, you, you're going to have more aches and pains, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, it doesn't have to be like that. You know, if you look after your diet, uh, your exercise, supplementation, sleep, as we were talking about, and of course, then there's a mindset part to it as well. There's no reason why you can't be healthy well above 100 and I also think that in, in terms of supplements, they are just so accessible at the moment and people are really appreciating the importance of that because I think obviously all this science is coming out about everybody, everybody, every person is different. What they need to ingest is different. The way that they need to move is different. And I feel like supplements are a great way to support that and, um, I mean, the quality of food is not necessarily in some cases and in a lot of cases poor. It's getting worse and worse and worse. So you're needing to access these kind of food supplements and nutritional supplements, but ad- additional supplements now that we we need because of the, our lifestyle changes and the way that the world is going. Um, so definitely, I'm really, really fascinated to see how Duna Age kind of progresses over the next five years, because as you said, I mean, in my opinion, you guys are pioneering because I haven't spoken to anyone about this before. I haven't even had conversations at events or conferences and I, and I surround myself with really innovative companies and, and pioneering in individuals. Um, so I'm going to just move on to my next question. So as you mentioned earlier, this idea of aging is quite negative at the moment. Um, and I, I think it, it is transforming. There is, there is much more of a, a buzz around positive or pro-aging we have access to social media now. So you have pro-aging ambassadors and influencers and things like that. How do you think that your brand, so Do Not Age, fits in with that pro-aging ideology? Yeah, I think I think ageism is a big problem. And it also tends to be the ugly duckling of the isms. Like it, it doesn't get spoken about as much. And it's not really, it's not, I don't think it's been fully socially accepted yet that it's not cool to be ageist. Um, so when we, when we first started out, we actually were doing a lot more work in that area. We had uh, an advisor on board that was working in that space. And then we, once we realized that our, we'd be much better if we put hundred percent of our effort into the research and then the products that can help people, then what we can do is sort of uh, champion from the sidelines with the ageism thing because what we're doing is we're making people we're restoring people's bodies back to their youthful states and I think that in turn will help with ageism because when when more and more people see 95 year olds playing sport and 90 year olds working and being fully functional um, then I think that will in itself will help ageism I think that's so important. It's about creating role models as well. And the more role models we see at 90 that are just moving extremely well from like walking to getting in and out of cars. And I just really wanted to touch on that fact that ageism is is so, um, what's the word? Like current at the moment. And as you said, it is that ugly duckling. It's not talked about enough. And the podcast that was just will be released um, just before this one is talking about that. Um, and 
it's just fascinating to see how underrepresented older people are from a like a pro-aging vision if that makes sense so Mm -hmm. you kind of they are older adults are represented usually as having a bit of a hunchback being a bit small being a bit wrinkly moving quite slowly and that's just not the case anymore there's such a wide scale of abilities past 50 um my my um my brother-in-law is his grandma is in her 90s and she's like traveling from um i think south south of england all the way up to like cornwall and stuff like all by herself like getting the train by herself and (laughs) you just don't think of a 90 year old doing that and that's so wrong that we just think oh we, we shouldn't be shocked about these things they should just be things like oh yeah that's really really cool like good for her but like you want more people to do that and, and experience that part of life because that is what good quality life's about it's about exploring and doing things for yourself and not having to rely on other people um so as a young person in an industry that is usually associated with older adults do you find that you've experienced discrimination no i think i am too pig-headed to realize when someone's discriminating against me because i think if i want to get something done then i'll just knock my head on the door until it until it happens um i'm sure i'm sure it does exist and i have had some you know, funny reactions of people like, oh, I didn't expect you to be, to look like that. You know, I expected you to be twice as old and with gray hair and all those kind of things. So, um, but you know, it is what it is. I, I think again, aging, health, longevity, we're all going to experience it. It should be important to everybody. Um, obviously I didn't think about it a lot when I was 18 because of various reasons, partly immaturity and partly because you just feel great all the time, no matter what you do. But I started a, the aging process uh, was very quick for me because I abused my body for many years in my in my uh, formative years, um, and so it was having an effect on me. It was having an effect on friends and family, and that's why I got into it. And I would encourage anybody else to get into it, whether young or old. Um, you know, it's a very accepting community, um, and yeah, would be the more the merrier. So. I mean, you can pass on this question if you want to, but you briefly mentioned that you kind of abused your body um, in the past and you didn't really look after yourself. Is that something you'd be happy to explore um, in this conversation? Yeah, yeah, sure. No problem at all. I think if anyone can learn from my experiences and it can help anybody, then that'd be great. Um, So I I would drink most days and quite heavily. So drinking alcohol, um, I would smoke. um, I've also done recreational drugs as well uh, in my in my much younger years um, and all those things combine and it just it affects everything because it means you're not getting up the next day to do exercise oftentimes I wouldn't make it to work when I was uh, you know in my 18 19 20 um, smoking obviously doesn't help the lungs it means I wouldn't then go out to exercise um, the sleep was terrible I don't know if you've looked into sleep much but you know sometimes when you had a <clears throat> quite a lot of alcohol you fall to sleep quite quickly and people, and then people wake up after 12 hours and go, why do I still feel groggy? And that's because your brain's not actually asleep. It's passed out, which is different. So it's not doing the repair um, that it does normally when you sleep naturally. Um, And again, it didn't make sense to me for a lot of years, but I was, but I carried on doing it for a long time. Um, Thankfully uh, all is, all is well now I'm on the right path. (laughs) Great. That's so great. Um, 
do you feel like that you've had the opportunity to kind of not re- I don't like using the word reverse the effects of that but obviously they did a certain level of damage but not to an extent that you're doomed forever kind of thing you you've you, you managed to pick yourself up and change your lifestyle so how have you seen that evolve yeah so I think the first thing I'd say is that Every, it's not too late for anybody. doesn't matter how badly damaged you are. It's definitely not too late for anybody. But the later you catch it, the, the less effects we can have right now uh, with the technologies that are available at the moment. Um, for me, um, I feel like I'm probably back to 95%. So that's, you know, considering I was really, really down in the doldrums, um, that's, I'm, I'm very happy with that. But I will continue to work. I go to the gym every day now. Um, I make sure I drink a certain amount of water. You know, I think it's like four liters a day. Um, I have, I'm fortunate enough to get my meals done for me. So I'm definitely getting the right intake and things like that. So, yeah, I think it's about trying to just build a bit of structure in your life and, and, and it's getting into good habits, isn't it? And how can Do Not Age help with that? So, yeah, I mean, we offer personalized advice. One of the things that we're, again, that's something that makes us different is you know, somebody reaches out and says, doesn't matter what country they're from, I'm new to this, can you help me? Here's my phone number. We'll get a specialist to jump on the phone with them um, and just go through who they are, what they're trying to achieve, what, how, maybe how we can help them. Or if we can't help them, you know, if there's somebody that doesn't need help, maybe, maybe that's the case as well. Um, a lot of the times, it's just about advising them on the products. How much do I take? When do I take it? All that kind of stuff. Um, and we can do that. That's fine. We now send out you know, cards with the boxes. So it's got everything written on, but we were talking earlier about the personalization as well. Things like NMN and how much you take, it is a very personal thing. Um, and we do have an NAD test now. So you can just a little pinprick, you can take it at home, uh, send it back to the lab and it will tell you how much NAD you've got circulating. Uh, and then, and from there you can base that on how much NMN you want to take every day to boost it back up. Right. That's really interesting. So my next question was going to be, if I wanted to start taking NMN, like what would that onboarding process look like? Well, it's completely up to you. I mean, a lot of people are, um, I can't think of the word, but they like to do things for themselves. Um, And so what they'll do is they'll just go onto the website, place the order and start taking it and doing their own thing. And that's absolutely fine. We've got no problem with that. But there's a lot of people like me, that had a lot of questions when I first started out and there was no, there was nobody I could ask those questions to that was genuinely looking out for my health. Um, and so that's what we are now. So if anyone's got any questions, it's hello at do not Just drop them on an email. If you would like a callback, include your phone number. Um, and then we can go through that process. There's also other products that help to, um, embellish the effects of NMN called what's one called TMG. It's a very, it's not an expensive product at all. Um, and what that does is it provides methyl donors because there's methyl groups that are used up in the bodily process of turning NMN into NAD, which is what we want. Remember. Okay. So for somebody who doesn't know what that means or is still really trying to comprehend the idea of NMN, mm-hmm. is there a way you could explain that a little bit easier? Take NMN with TMG. Okay. (laughs) Brilliant. And that just kind of promotes its effects, yeah? Yeah, exactly. So just the process of turning NMN into NAD requires methyl groups, and that TMG product boosts your methyl groups. 
Right. It's all explained on the science page on our website. So take your time, read through it, people, because when you're first hearing it, it's a lot of information to take in. Um, you know, it's easy for me now. Remember, I'm not from a scientific background, but it's easy for me now, thanks to repetition and having so much involvement with what we're doing and the testing. Brilliant. So, um, for example, we're so we're all about collaborations. Um, yeah. And how would you see yourself working with either policymakers, the government, later living organizations to really promote the use of supplements in later life? Because I do think that like I am the generation of supplement taking. Um, and I mean, you have kind of the idea of like omega-3 oils and like maybe magnesium or zinc or something like that. But when it comes to something like NMN that nobody's really heard about or really understands, how are you going to change that in the future to kind of really promote that as something that is trustworthy, that is going to benefit you and is is going to have pro-aging effects? Because mm-hmm. the things that we take now, we're taking them now to help us now, not to help us necessarily 50 years down the line. Um, and how are you going to help those people who have never taken supplements before I'm asking so many questions right now, but um, supplements before to take that leap. Yeah, I think it's a tough one because I mean, first of all, we would be happy to work with policymakers, really happy. Um, I don't think they're incentivized to do that. I think they're lobbied and incentivized by big pharmaceutical companies who are as a generalization, um, profit motivated to ensure that people stay sick so what tends to happen with a as a again generalization i'm not having to go anybody um, but as a generalization the when you get a pharmaceutical product it's designed specifically to help with you know say for example you've had cancer and it's a tablet to make sure it doesn't come back or help make sure it doesn't come back you take that but then there's a ton of side effects like feeling nauseous gaining weight collecting water in your body all these kind of things because when they're making that product they're just fixing that one thing whereas what we should be looking is at at the body as a whole in my opinion and that's why again we look at these upstream things um what were the other questions i can't remember so how would you able to work with or how do you see yourself working with like later life organizations um and not just educationally wise but also in like practically using NMN. Yeah. Yeah, And I think that's why, you know, we do things like this. We don't really, we don't have a marketing department. We don't have a team to shout from the rooftops. Um, So we like to partner with good people who have good audiences that want to find out about this kind of information. And that's how we're doing it at the moment. That may change in the future, but I think in terms of partnering with uh, sort of later life organizations, it's difficult because they'll want a full human clinical studies done on each of the individual products. Obviously, some of them have them, some of them don't. You know, some of them we just have the safety studies and then some like short term, three month things in humans where, like in NMN, we can prove that it raises NAD levels. But then, although it's obvious to us and we can see it and feel it in, in all of our members, it, because it's not clinically proven that that then extends lifespan in humans and prevents X, Y, Z diseases, they won't allow us to partner with the larger organizations until that's the case. And just because humans live so long, that's going to take at least another 40 years, maybe longer. Yeah, so it's a waiting it's, game. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. So until then, we just have to do what we do and um, try our best, basically. Brilliant. Yeah, I think that's the thing with, I feel like aging the industry and the sector, there's a lot of new market movers and industry movers and it's a great position to be in for people like us because it's exciting and nobody's doing these things but it is hella frustrating because people aren't listening to you people are like oh it's not important it's the back of their mind it's like the whole exercise thing i feel like maybe 40 years ago exercise was just not important it wasn't fashionable whereas now people really prioritize exercising or at least they know they should be prioritizing exercising where aging is just not at all at the forefront or even the back of people's minds it's just not even on their radar how do you see do not age progressing in the next five years and then how you see them progressing in the next 30 years so there's a potential potentiality that in 30 years we won't be needed which is fantastic if so um because there are other labs working on things like gene editing there's things called yamanaka factors won't go into it but it's basically literally just turning the clock back so every cell would just you'd be able to turn the clock back like that um yeah i think we're probably about 30 years away from that if it works it's been proven to work in the eye of a mouse. Dr. David Sinclair um, did that work and it was really fantastic. I think they crushed the optic nerve. Um, so the, from the brain to the eye, the optic nerve just completely crushed it, ruined it, uh, then treated um, the, the mice and the, the vision was restored. So pretty, pretty incredible stuff. Um, so hopefully in 30 years we won't be needed, but in five years time, we're definitely still going to be needed. Um, and I hope by then we have been able to continue our research, continue to innovate and develop new products that can help more and more people. Our mission is to extend healthy lifespan for as many people as possible. So within five years, if we haven't reached 100 million people and helped them, then I'll be very disappointed. And how many people are you helping at the moment or have you helped? Um, just over 50,000. Okay, amazing. I mean, just over 50,000. It's still really, really impressive, especially for only for, for reaching this in about two years. Um, I think it, it is an achievement. And I know that when you're involved in something like that, you're just still a bit annoyed. You're like, no, I'm not where I want to be. And I've still got all these yeah. big dreams. And But from an outsider's point of view, you've achieved so much in just two years. And, and to say that you've helped five people is impressive, but to say that you've helped 50,000 people is amazing. Um, so you should just definitely give yourself a, a little bit of, do you know, like, yeah, a gold medal for me. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I'm always like that because I'm moving at a hundred miles an hour. I never stop and think. And I did it, um, about a week ago, sort of sat down and looked through the, looked through the numbers. Um, and when we get feedback all the time, thank you so much. I can now walk. I couldn't do it. I'm training like I used to do 20 years ago. I feel so much better. You know, I've got a better relationship. Sex is better. You know, I can exercise more. I'm just better in myself, like well-being. We get tons and tons of that all day, every day. And it feels great and it helps to motivate you. But then once I put it into context and looked at the numbers, I did uh, I did shed a little tear. <laughs> uh, and I feel like being ambitious people, you're, you never reached where you want to be or you're never satisfied. And unfortunately, I think that's just the way some of us are wired. Like I totally relate to that or look at all these amazing things you're achieved. And I'm like, mm, it's not enough. <laughs> I want to do more. So I get it. 
Um, okay, so just before we finish off, is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, and if not, feel free to share how we can connect with you, Alan, how we can find out more about Do Not Age um, and anything exciting that's coming up in the next few months. Yes, yeah, so we, depending on when this uh, podcast is going to be dropped into the ether, um, we may already have a new product out called Sulfora Boost and it is about boosting your sulforaphane levels. I won't go into it and bore people with the details, but it's going to have a fantastic impact on your life. Um, please go read the science page on do not age.org. If anyone has any questions, they're more than welcome uh, to reach out to us. Hello at do not age.org. If you want to speak to me directly, it's Alan Graves and that is on LinkedIn. That's the best place to uh, get hold of me. Um, and I would just say this, if you're not feeling in terms of well-being, physical, mentally, at your best, then there are things you can do about it. Um, and there's a, like I said earlier, it's a multifaceted approach and we can help with all of them. So please reach out to us. Uh, and thank you, Rosario, for having me on. No worries. Thank you for coming on and sharing all of your wisdom. I've learned so much today. Um, so brilliant. Thank you so much. Perfect. Take care. If you'd like to find out more about donotage.org, please feel free to check it out via Google or their social media handles, Do Not Age. If you'd also like to try out some NMN, then feel free to put in the voucher code Mature Movers, all in capital letters, um, for some money off. Make sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate us if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts. I will see you at the next episode.